I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The 11 to 1 Show. I'd like to speak to your manager. Oh yeah, the Karen Diner comes to Ireland. More on this after James Brown. Wow! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. Oh. How could you not feel good after James Brown on a Monday morning? Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're doing well. It's only seven sleeps to go. It's approaching very, very quickly now. And I'm excited. Look, I'm just going to go with it now. Let's go with the Christmas chaos. It's going to happen. We're still going to be flying around the place in shops over the next couple of days because we are that person who just is not organised, really. But, you know, I'm embracing it. That's the only thing we can do. Santa's little helper has been on to tell us it's seven more sleeps to go. He is so excited. And we are too. Now, if you are a waiter or a waitress, uh, you'll have dealt with your fair share of difficult customers. Well, now it is time to get your own back because normally in a regular restaurant, in a normal sort of scenario, you have to bite your tongue and go, yes, sir. Yes, madam. Of course, I will fix that up for you. No problem at all. Now, the Karen Diner in there, it's a different story. They are known to be internationally rude (laughs) and they have bad service. And this first came to our attention when they opened in Sydney, Australia last year. So Karen's Diner became a huge TikTok sensation with videos of the staff berating customers and it racked up to 20 million views. So you'll know this kind of phrase, oh, you're such a Karen or whatever. You know, it's the person that's kind of Look, I think Karen's get a bit of a bad rap, but it is that person that's kind of never happy in a scenario and they are that person in a shop or restaurant. Can I speak to the manager, please? They're not happy, are they? No. So Karen's Diner are now coming to Dublin. Yeah, in February, <laughs> they say, Karen's Diner say, it's finally your time, Dublin. The Karens are coming to stay. They are opening right in the heart of Dublin in February 2024 bringing their infamous Karen service, cutting insults, games and more. So they're giving away a free meal for two people for the Dublin restaurant as well. So you can check it out on their Instagram. But uh, this is, you know, (laughs) a new move, I think, in the dining world where the waiters and waitresses get their own back. Now, look, there's no like... You know, there's fairly strict rules. No racism, no sexism, no homophobic comments, no body image comments, you know, no ableist comments, like stuff like that. This is all 
in kind of good fun if that, I'm putting that in inverted commas if you're the type of person that wants to go along for the crack and be insulted by the waiting staff you know that's what's happening Karen's Diner coming to Dublin next year oh, I don't know I'd, I'd probably go just for the experience of it but it'll be sort of you know yeah you'd be sort of wondering what they're going to say about you wouldn't you anyway getting back to the music here's Rudimental the mental and a host of others these days. Sinead, what would take you to a restaurant like that to get insulted when you can get insulted at home by the other half for free? Oh, we're talking about Karen Diner. Yeah, well, look, there's a bit of that too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's one of these things that just took off, isn't it? Through TikTok and, you know, whoever started this whole Karen thing as well, which I sort of, you know, don't really understand. But these, this is what happens with trends, isn't it? And then, you know, something comes out of that trend, which is a, de- a restaurant where people insult you. I don't know. It's mad. The world we're living in is mad. Now, I do have a problem that I need your help with, right? Something came up over the weekend that I wasn't expecting around, you know, the elf that visits uh, the house. Need a little bit of assistance on that. And keeping with the Christmas theme, we have a great Christmas track from Bon Jovi on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Now, like a lot of households, we have an elf that has arrived, an uninvited guest into our home over the past few weeks. Blitzy, the elf. And he's caused all sorts of fun. (laughs) I say that with a hint of irony there. Snow angels made from flour. Crashing toy planes into Christmas trees. Which then, of course, he needed to raid the medicine cabinet to cover himself in plasters because he got injured with regards to that. But something I didn't expect happened over the weekend. So Little Man was running down to see what havoc Blitzy has created. And that was all fun and games. That was lovely. But as he counted down on his little advent calendar, he realised that at that stage, it was eight days until Blitzy's departure. Cue floods of tears I mean an Oscar worthy performance from my son sobbed his little heart out and I'm thinking sorry how do you think he's going to he's not going to stay here all year long that's for sure like surely you knew that he had to go back and I think he has to go back early as well doesn't he to help Santa as well he's going to need all the help he can get so he was just distraught at this Blitzy the Elf has to go back and it's, you know, the time is fast approaching. He's not happy about this. So that was something I wasn't expecting. Any sort of help from you with regards to consoling him on this would be most, most welcome on 086-1800-658. Have you had this? Have you had tears when the Elf goes back to the North Pole? I, yeah, I'm hoping that a... like, I mean, even the promise of, like, it's, that means when the elf goes, that means Santa's coming. That did nothing. Did absolutely nothing to, to quell the, the the tears that were flowing. So any help from you would be so appreciated. 86 There's Bon Jovi coming home for Christmas. This is good. Okay, so how we tell children, you know, like that the elf has to go back. So, dear sweet children, there is a pixie dust shortage. Okay, I have enough to get me back to the North Pole, but I will be unable to return. And I have loved being your elf and I'll see you next year. Isn't that nice? I'm liking that. Okay, 
Hopefully that'll be what happens with El- with our little blitzy and we won't have too many tears. Maybe the tears won't last too long anyway, you know, because the Santa presence and everything will distract from all of that. Now, I want to let you know about um, two fantastic students from this area that are doing uh, something really, really lovely on Wednesday night. And this is all to help raise funds for their chosen charity, Nurture Africa. So they are from Ballamacheny College, Orla McDermott and also Jamie Seabury. They are hosting a night of song in the TLT Pro room that is happening this Wednesday and they are donating all the funds to Nurture Africa. So Nurture Africa is an international development organisation based in Dublin and they work in Uganda to provide vulnerable families with access to healthcare education, nutritional support and financial literacy training. So that's what they do. Nurtureafrica.ie is where you'll find more information. And Orla and Jamie are students who are travelling to Uganda next May with their school. So they're hoping to visit homes and schools there and learn more about the root causes of poverty and much more. So as part of the programme, they are hoping to raise money. So they're going to have this um, fantastic night of song. They have managed to get Eurovision star Neve Kavanagh to act as host for the occasion and they're going to have many great local artists performing on the night. So you can get tickets um, for this if you search up on Eventbrite um, and just search for a night for Uganda. You'll find it there. There's also a raffle as well and everything is starting at 7pm in the TLT on Wednesday. Miley Cyrus used to be young. Apparently she's in talks about making her Sin City debut. Yeah, Las Vegas residency. She's in talks at the moment with MGM. We'll have to watch this space on that one. Now, uh, somebody that's definitely not playing Vegas, but we love him. It's Van Morrison, Bright Side of the Road. There's Van Morrison, Bright Side of the Road. Now, tomorrow night, the students from the Magic Music Room in Ashburn are going to be taking to the stage to perform a very special Christmas concert. We're going to be chatting to the founder of the music school. She's a singer. She's a piano teacher. She even has a record deal. I'm going to be chatting to Martha Burns next. The 11 to 1 show. For many years, my first guest had a dream to create a place where students can develop their potential while being seen and heard to follow their dreams. And after many years working as a piano and singing teacher in various music schools around the country, she eventually opened up her own school in Ashburn. Now she has students from all ages learning music at the Magic Music Room and tomorrow night they are performing a Christmas concert and there's going to be a very special guest in the audience. Joining me now to tell us more is founder of the Magic Music Room, teacher Martha Burns. She's on the line. How are you getting on, Martha? Hello, Sinead. I'm great. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. Now, talk to me a little bit about yourself because your love of music goes all the way back to childhood. Isn't that right? Yes. um, It's always been there since I am aware. Uh, I think it it was in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my both parents were very musical. My siblings, uh, they all play music. And um, we just all, also always heard classical music in my house. Oh. So, um, um, and parents put us into music school uh, when we were six already. We passed the exams and went into the music education. Amazing. At such a young age. So six years yes, of age, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're learning the piano. Was the piano sort of the instrument that the, your parents decided to, to put you to first or was it the singing that yes. came first? Okay. Yes, it was piano that was first. Uh, we had a, I had an exam and um, 
they asked me what would you like to do. I said piano, and uh, yes, I started piano. Singing lessons were only additional lessons. We also had a recorder and um, choir and other um, theory subjects there. Yeah. But piano would be my first main instrument. Okay, because yeah. I, I would have played piano as well uh, from a child. Wow. And, uh, you know, the one thing, though, that gave me nightmares, Martha, was the scales. <laughs> Practicing all those scales. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes, the scales, they, they are good for technique. It's like jogging for the yeah. runners, you know, <laughs> or the fingers. That's a really mm. good way of putting it, actually. That's put a new yes. appreciation. So it's like a jogger needs, you know, to, yes, or a runner needs to build the muscle. Yeah. Yes, in the right way, yes. And and did you always know then that you would pursue music as a career in later life? I would say yes. I always had that love for music, uh, for singing. I remember when I heard a tape of Tosca by Puccini when I was about six, seven. I was thinking, oh, I love this. This is the type of expression I would like to do. I, I got really interested in that. And I, and I knew that this is something I would like to do since I was young already. Yes. And, and you kept going with it because you were so driven with this. So yes. you received music degree and music education in Poland. And then you also yes. came to Ireland for the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Um, so what brought you over to Ireland to study? What brought me over? Um, <laughs> I had, a, I think, a relationship. I was in, in Poland. I was, I took sabbatical leave in music academy at, at university in Poland. I said, oh, I have to, I have to go somewhere. <laughs> New life. Friend of mine uh, said, Martha, why don't you come with me to Ireland? And I said, okay. And I came. <laughs> so uh, it was, um, it was, a longing for something new, for a yes. break. And, and there was that opportunity coming from my friend. And it just all came together and I came here in 2000. And you haven't looked back. You're here and your your home is here now. <laughs> and as well as that, you, yes. have, you have taught in music schools all around the country, including Waltons, yes. which you still do a lot yes. of work with them, I don't love- you? Yes, I love Waltons. This is one of the oldest schools in Ireland. It's amazing. <laughs> totally amazing I learned a lot of there and uh, people are unbelievable in Walton it's it's you know it's a reason that it's got that name absolutely it's so prestigious and I should also yes. mention as well that you yes. have a record deal you've recorded a re- tell, talk to me about this now oh yes I have a record deal with Paul Ockenfall from um, Perfect Record in Los Angeles and they signed me with the song I, I wrote song for them and I sang and the song is uh, on the Perfecto Records, uh, Black Hole Recordings, uh, it's international. So I felt um, very happy with that. It was an <laughs> amazing opportunity <laughs> for me as a singer-songwriter and for my career as well to go forward, to meet people, to work with them, to work with Danny Stops, who came from London and uh, here to me, to Dublin. And he uh, worked with me on the song and um, shared many things with me uh, on producing the music. And uh, I still am in touch with them, um, which is very, very interesting 
Yes, because what it, I do. Yeah, yeah, because you never know what could come out of that. Absolutely. Now, as I mentioned, uh, you, you've worked all over Ireland. You've you've worked in Waltons. But talk to me about the Magic Room in Ashburn, because this was something that you yeah. always wanted was to set up your own music school. Yes, yes. The, the name is Magic Music. <laughs> so my, my dream came true. Yes, I opened my school and wanted to have a place that is my own place that mm. uh, I feel that people can feel very comfortable to be seen and heard and follow their dreams and fulfill their potential. In, and like the concert that is coming, I feel it's an amazing opportunity to be seen by the best as well in the presence of Kathleen and with um, that it will be examiner playing piano for singers as well. So it's it's um, my so, dream to yeah, come and true. make plays like that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you mentioned there tomorrow night, which we're going to talk about because tomorrow night is going to be this big Christmas concert. So your students yeah. are going to be performing. But there's someone special in the audience. Tell us about Kathleen now, because not only is she like renowned in the opera world, yes. she oh is God. your former teacher, isn't that right? Yes, she is, Professor Kathleen Tynan. I'm so blessed. So can't believe <laughs> that she's coming and uh, and supporting my school, supporting um, our community, and and um, express that she wants to come and see. Uh, so um, I'm very excited about this. I have trust in my students and confidence. They all have amazing results. Most of them have distinctions. Uh, there is 100% passing grade of all the exams. Everyone is so passionate and doing uh, this because they want to do it as well. Well, mm. it's great to have and that. And, and you mentioned distinction yes. there. I remember when I was doing yes. all those exams as well <laughs> with my teacher and she used to say, I want distinction. That's what she used to say to oh! <laughs> when we were going out the door. So I know exactly. And it is, those exams, by the way, are so difficult. They are very hard, they aren't they? They are very difficult. They are. And you really have to have a um, special abilities to pass yeah. this exam because you have to play, you have to know something. They won't let you through if you if you can't. Yeah. So um there's a lot a of hard work. Test. Yes, yeah. lots of hard work. So so talk to me about tomorrow then. Are they what are they going to be playing? Is it like a mix of classical and then some Christmas yes. as well? Yes, it's gonna be a mix of classical or a mix of pop, um that it will be a one person who is doing singer songwriter stuff. Um, there will be all ages. The youngest will be six. The oh, oldest wow. will be eighty-three. Oh 83. my goodness! But as a record deal with with uh, deal with reading uh, because he's able to hold that for over two minutes, even though he's only eighty-three. Wow! So, uh, yes, yes. Yes, that's which is incredible. Which and goes to say, yeah, it goes to show you that you're never too old or young to be absolutely, able to pick up music. Absolutely, absolutely. And there is many students tomorrow who want to talk to this person. He's coming from Paris. That's where he's actually from. Mm-hmm. But um, he, yes. So he's definitely approved of that. <laughs> age doesn't matter. Yes, age does not matter is right. And you're very confident in your students, even though you're former. I am very confident. 
I am very confident in my my students. I have a trust as well, you know, of this what's happening, and also they have amazing results from the exams. Yeah. So it's going to be very joyful. Very celebration. Joyful. <laughs> yes, and and top class entertainment. Now, just before I let you go, yes. Um, do, are you taking on new students for the new year? Because you know the way when people have uh, January coming around and it's New Year's resolutions. Do you have any kind of availability for people who want to join you? Yes, we have a little bit of uh, places left yeah. because leaving certificate students and junior sets will be leaving a little bit. So we have some places there from January. Yes, fantastic. There will be some places. Fantastic. And how can people reach out? Are you on social media? You do have a website, don't on you? On social, yes. They can t- contact me through the website, yes. Uh, on Google, yes. Fantastic. Well, listen, yeah, best to look tomorrow and the concert is Thank open you so to, much. to everybody. It's open to, to the everyone. public. Yeah. Yes, it's open to the public. There is no tickets. Everyone is welcome to join us on Tuesday. Fantastic. Tomorrow. Well, listen, the best of luck tomorrow and with the future with the Music School. I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me, Martha. Thank you so much, Sinead, for having me. Have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Martha Burns, isn't it great? You know, she had this dream herself to set up a school. She worked so hard from the age of six onwards. Now she has students from the age of six right up into the 80s. Amazing. Going to be performing tomorrow night in Ashburn Library at 6pm. It is a nice way to ease people into the nice festive season as well. And you can find more information, as Martha says there. Magic Music Room, okay? She's online the Magic Music Room in Ashburn. The 11 to 1 show. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2001, Billie Eilish, American singer-songwriter, was born in LA, California and today is Ugly Christmas Jumper Day. It is lurking there in the depths of the wardrobe. It's colourful, brash and in most cases highly embarrassing novelty Christmas jumper which is for ugly Christmas jumper day so that is what it is today get it out from the back of the wardrobe and wear it with pride LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie there's Jeremy Kennedy with Better Days still to come. Draw how the filmmaker Declan Casty wins big at Top European Film Festival. He's going to be joining us after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Back to the festive music. Here's picture this for you. You smile this Christmas. Yes, and just to remind you, the countdown to Christmas is on and our exclusive online festive station is back. It's LMFM. Christmas where all of your favourite Christmas hits are being played non-stop so you can get it now on lmfm.ie and on the LMFM app and that is brought to you by White River Motorsports Park in Cullen, County Louth where you can experience the brilliant European Standard karting track and there's gift vouchers available as well. Great Christmas present. Log on to whiteriver.ie or you can call 0419819100. So that's LMFM Christmas. It is back. Now time to see what's happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. 
Grimes has developed an interactive AI plush toy for children, which can talk with and learn the personalities of their owners. Here's the video that Grimes posted online. In the war between humanity and AI, there will be benevolent AIs on the side of humans, like me. AIs who want to nurture and expand human consciousness. But there will also be traitorous humans on the side of AI who want to see the destruction of mankind. We must fight that evil with goodness, valor, and creativity. The Timothy Chalamet-led Wonka sweetened up the pre-Christmas box office, opening up to a $39 million domestic debut ahead of expectations and a promising sign for the Yuletide season. Overseas, it took in $53.6 million from 77 markets to come in well ahead of family classics like Paddington or musicals like The Greatest Showman and Mary Poppins Returns. Gary Oldman returns alongside Jack Loudon in season three of Apple TV Plus's Slow Horses, which follows a dysfunctional team of MI5 agents. We caught up with Gary, who previously said that Slow Horses might be his last role before retiring, so he told us more. I love coming back and working with all the people, so I'm content in that respect. Doesn't mean I'm going to give it all up completely. I'll probably just work less and just pop up when I can, when I get the, you know, like the phone call from uh, whoever it is who says you want to come in for a day and embarrass yourself. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, he'll never retire. Gary Ullman, absolutely brilliant. Now, sticking with showbiz for a minute, it is going to be an amazing night celebrating the life and music of Christy Dignam. Yeah, it's happening next May and it's Christy Dignam a celebration so the family and also Aslan have come together for this and it's going to be on in Vicker Street and it's going to feature top Irish artists performing Dignam's songs that he sang throughout his career right up to the final album and it's being organised in response to the massive requests from fans and artists for a night to come together to honour Christy's legacy so the Dignam family are directly supporting the event as well and they are delighted that it's happening um, so they you know say the lineup uh, will include some of the biggest names in Irish music and will be a night filled with songs and stories. So it is going to be going on sale. It's actually on sale today. It went on sale this morning. Um, so it's called the Christy Dignam Celebration live at Vicker Street on May 3rd, 2024 at 7pm. And uh, all the details there are on Ticketmaster. Taking it easy. Now, after a decade away from filmmaking, multi-award winning director Declan Cassidy announced his return and he scooped the Best International Short Film Award at the Polish International Film Festival. We're going to catch a word with Declan next. The 11 to 1 show. After a decade away from filmmaking, Drogheda director Declan Casty has announced his return with a bang. He has been awarded the Best International Short Film at this year's Polish International Film Festival for his movie Displaced. So this film broke new ground before the cameras even started rolling because he carried out the entire casting and crew recruitment via TikTok and was completely blown away by the response. Displaced is now due to make its TV, TV debut along with a documentary about the issues explored in the film on Dublin Community TV in the new year and I'm delighted to be joined by director Declan Casty. He's on the line. How are you getting on, Declan? I'm getting on fine, thanks Sinead. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for joining us. Big congratulations and I know how much of a slog filmmaking can be. You must be just thrilled with this win. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and especially so um, for two reasons, really. Um, it's been a long time since I made a film. Um, so so a lot has changed in those years. Um, so it's great to, to know that uh, I still have something worth saying. Um, and then also because we cast it on TikTok, um, there were a lot of people who hadn't been involved in filmmaking before. Um, and that worked out great. So I'm thrilled for those as well. Absolutely. You definitely have a lot to say, Declan. Absolutely. But this was your return, as as you say, after a long break. So what made you want to jump back in? Was it the, the story or what sort of drew you back behind the camera? Well, um, I guess I've, um, like storytelling is the thing I do. I've written and I've, I've done all sorts. So filmmaking for me is, is like, it's a, it's a passion, you know, and, and um, I, always, I always feel it's a gentle way of saying something because people can watch a film and just be entertained if they don't want to look any deeper. But if you have something a little bit uh, deeper that's there, they can explore that too. So I, I find it a really nice medium. Um, but it is much more difficult than, um, for example, documentary making mm. um, because, you, you know, you're working with actors, everything tends to be a little bit more expensive um, so just for the last decade um, my, my parents were at that age where uh, they needed help and uh, I just stepped away from everything to do that so um, yeah it's it, it was it was more to do with um, the lack of uh, opportunity that yeah. kept me away to be honest you know yeah. Oh I know I know all about that as well so talk to me about this film Displaced where did the idea come from? Um, so it, it's uh, my my niece um, is a, a high flying international uh, barber, um, Hayden Cassidy, um, and she she's got like hundreds of thousands of followers and all that kind of thing, you know. Um, and I'm constantly seeing her like flitting around the place, and and uh, you know she's a, she's a fabulous success story. And then at the same time, um, I heard about somebody who literally uh, has a job, has everything going for them, um, but the the landlady died and um, the new people kind of were renovating the building so mm. they found themselves uh, you know kind of without anywhere to live and kind of if that happened to you or I we probably have um, like a sister or brother's couch we could crash on yeah. but because they weren't they weren't from here and uh, they didn't have that kind of family support uh, you know structure mm. so it became a really existential problem so I kind of took the two of those one um, you know a, a kind of a, a high flying person with like a first world problem and then somebody with a really existential problem and I just put those two storylines together and uh, made them bounce off each other Did you know what I mean yeah, and uh, I, I, I love uh, the contrast of the two and I love the fact that you're kind of you're honing in on the immigrant experience but you're also highlighting an, asp- highlighting an aspect of that experience that is quite invisible visible to a lot of us. Yeah, I think um you know, I think it's it's with anything. You know, you have your you have your stereotypes in whatever kind of demographic, and the stereotypes are the ones that you kind of see because they're normally the kind of loud ones being stereotypical. You know, yeah. but um, but but you know, be, behind every stereotype, there's a whole load of people just getting on with life. You know, and mm-hmm. they tend to be less visible because they tend to be just getting on with life. You know, and um, I know when I when I was uh, I was of that generation where I left school and wasn't able to find work uh, in Ireland. There was no Thing happening in this country at the time um, so like like probably most of my class at that time um, I ended up overseas you know so mm-hmm. kind of I was that person um, in another country trying to figure out the culture and uh, you know really kind of one paycheck away from <laughs> you know not knowing what to do you know yes. um, so, so kind of I've had that experience and um, and I suppose that kind of fed into this as well it's it's something that stayed with me and um, you know I always I always kind of feel 
that we're we're so lucky in this country now to be in a position, um, you know, where where we are one of the, the you know the, the the best economies. And of mm. course, we have our we have our problems, and um, you know, ev- ev- you know, there's always going to be uh, a problem. But I think when you when you marry kind of our own experience of over the years having to go overseas, and then you know the the hundred thousand welcomes, you know, we put yeah. all that together. Um, you know, it's 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 a package. I'd like to I'd like to think you know that that Ireland is you know. Um, so so uh, yeah, I think I think that telling these stories and try, I suppose trying to bring um, people in you know bringing them to life, like having mm. an actual character. And the guy who played the protagonist, so the, the it's a Polish guy because yeah. we, we had one hundred and twenty five thousand Polish people in the two thousand and sixteen census. That's gone down a bit, but they're still kind of the biggest population we have. So I made him Polish. Um, but the guy he never acted before, um, but he he was uh, he was absolutely super. But um, he'd be a, a, a real you know a typical kind of um, just going on doing his job, yeah. living life here. Um, so very much like the protagonist. Uh, he told me he didn't have to act too much. <laughs> oh, he's bringing his lived experience, which I love. And it's another sort of unique way of uh, filmmaking, I think. But talk to me, circle back a little bit. Talk to me about throwing this out there on TikTok because this is not the way this is done <laughs> normally. Um, so what was that like? What was like casting uh, the net that wide? And talk to me about the response because you had over something like five, over 5,000 people want to get involved in this, which is huge for a short film. It, it was nuts, right? So I, <laughs> I was standing on a balcony in, um, you know, one of those little hilltop places in Italy, you know, where we're yeah. off the beaten track. Yeah, yeah. And you have, like, uh, you know, a, a kind of a medieval kind of um, fortification on the top of a hill looking over the olive grove. So I was standing on a balcony with my partner, Sophia, and uh, I got the news that we got the funding for the film. So... Um, and, and at the same time, I'd put up a little TikTok about um, when I was looking after mom. Um, I put up a little TikTok and I got like two million views or something oh like God. that. So, <laughs> so I have... I had about 15,000 followers on on TikTok. So I, I just did a little TikTok and said, oh, I'm after getting great news. Um, you know, a little fun film that I'm going to make has been, uh, has got funding. So sure, if anyone wants to get involved, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing, like I didn't realise, you know, the email was there and um, and all of a sudden I had five and a half thousand emails. Um, yeah, And it, it was funny because, you know, there were people who genuinely, you know, wanted to be involved, but there yeah. were people, you know, on the far side of the world, you know, who, th- who thought, yeah, oh yeah, it's quite it's quite um, acceptable that somebody in New Zealand would fly in to make a short film. Like, I don't, you know, it's <laughs> quite, crazy. You like, know? you might have gotten funding, but come on, people now, let's be realistic here. <laughs> <laughs> not that much funding, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to spend it all on your plane tickets. No, like, yeah. no, absolutely not. <laughs> so, how was the casting process then? Because you, as you say, you cast somebody um, who has direct experience that uh, is Polish, you know, so what was that like working with him and did it make the performance then more authentic? Um, I, I, I totally believe so. And I think um, what what it really did was uh, it, we felt like a family making that film. Um, I, I remember before that, the best experience I'd ever had making a film was one of these little 48-hour film competitions where they, they give you a theme and they, they, they say, right, you have to have a, a bottle in it or a spoon in it. They give yeah. you some little thing and you run around for 48 hours making a film. And I remember doing that was my, my you know best experience up to that date because nobody was in it for the money. Everybody was just in it for the fun. 
And it was kind of like that all over again. You know, um, the people who came forward were just, you know, delighted to get an opportunity. And there were some really solid um, actors with with good experience. Mm. Um, but most of them weren't, you know, most of them had never done it before. And I think there was a great sense of kind of um, gratitude and teamwork, you know, that that something, you know, was, was happening that, you know, gave them a gave them a chance. And mm. um, it, was, it wasn't only the actors, you know, um, there's, there was a, um, a woman Ashling Delaney um, she has a TikTok account and she does kind of you know like funny things on TikTok and she came forward and just wanted to help so she ended That's up amazing. being production manager you know yeah. <laughs> uh, which she'd never done it before you know so it, it was a real kind of um, e- eclectic mix of, of people um, but it, like, it, it turned out really well and uh, I mean you, you always think it turns out well yourself of course <laughs> but uh, I think that's what winning the uh, the Polish International Film Festival has kind of put an official stamp on now you know yeah um, oh god 100 yeah, to have something like that yeah absolutely and you know a lot of the work that you do outside of filmmaking is with the non-profit you set up and you work a lot with people that kind of are on the fringes of society was it sort of important for, to you to not only tell the, the story of someone in that position but also to give people who may never have an opportunity to work on a film set that sort of chance and opportunity yeah, and I I, th- I think that was really at the heart of the of the idea of putting it out there because when you when you tend to um, go through the same channels that you've always gone through, um, it's a well worn track, and you tend to you know it, you tend to without meaning to um, uh, not not have it as open as it might be, you know. Yeah. And by going directly out on TikTok, you have you know you're reaching people just sitting at home in their kitchen, just scrolling through TikTok, and there there they have the same opportunities anyone else, you know. Um, and and that was really really important I think and um, we kind of agonised a long time over um, trying to make sure that you know what what we did was reflective of Irish society the way it is now um, so so that was that was really really important and um, you know I, I think we I think I, I feel we've we, we kind of managed that you know I, I think yeah. when you look at the film apart from the story I think when you just you know look at the film and the people in the film I think it is like a little um, slice of of Irish society the way the way it is today you know? yeah completely completely and as well as the film you have a documentary which is going to highlight these issues further that's going to be explored and the two so the film and the uh, documentary are going to be picked up to be shown on uh, Dublin Community TV next year which is super yeah, that's right. Um, I, I like in two thousand and ten, I had a film about a homeless guy, a Dublin homeless mm. guy called Whatever Turns You On, and um, that that kind of uh, that just took off really. You know, it qualified for the Oscars, and I was all over the. Uh, well, I I couldn't believe it, it was a four minute film, and like it, it got me all over the world. You know, at film festivals, and I, and at the start, I was like, you know, sorry, is you know, you know, the imposter syndrome, oh, like yeah. it's four minutes, you know, but um, <laughs> but I was two years traveling four the minutes, world, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it was it was a real Dublin guy at the at the heart of it. Um, just you know, he wanted to watch the football match, and because he was homeless, he had nowhere to watch the football match, and that was the whole kind of crux of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like I found myself in in um, you know in in Palm Springs or places like that, and people would be asking me about the homeless situation, and I wasn't an expert on the homeless situation. You know, this yeah. had been something I'd seen, and it was it was based on that. So I thought, you know. 
this time, you know, I'm, I'm raising issues. I'd like to actually have the voices of, of the people, you know, who, who uh, know something about this. Um, so kind of multiculturalism and the, and the extra challenges that um, somebody faces if they don't have that extended um, network, that's, that, that's kind of at the heart of this. So I got in touch with Jasmine Matthews. She's the vice chair of Hands for Unity, which is a, a kind of multicultural support organization here in Drogheda. And... Um, she she was able to then work with me on the documentary and and give me the first hand experience of of the real world. Um, so uh, that that documentary is um, it's a half hour long, I believe, and that'll kind of show with it. So when people kind of watch the film and the issue is raised, then you have a documentary which talks about those those kind of topics. So fantastic! Uh, so it's a full fully rounded thing that people can come away from. Absolutely. And um, yeah. now that you've been drawn back into the film world, please tell me you have plans to keep going, Declan. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've a new film. Uh, I've a new film written that uh, that's in for consideration at the moment. Um, and and I have to really have to give a shout out here to Commission the Man, which yeah, is it used amazing. to be the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, but now now they're you know it's it's all media. But it's it's through them that you know you get a chance to put your ideas forward for these kinds of things. So I have an idea in with them at the moment, and it comes from when I was growing up in Finglas. Um, there was this guy, and he used to um he used to, you'd be walking down the road and he'd suddenly come past you and he, and he was dressed head to toe in a busman's uniform and he had a wheel. Um, and <laughs> he he, uh, he was a, a lovely guy and he was one of ours, you know, yeah. but... Um, but he he he'd he'd obviously you know got got certain in, um, you know issues that yeah. where where he felt that um, uh, he he was driving a bus and he'd he'd stop in front of you and he go get in you know <laughs> <laughs> and you had to kind of you had to kind of get behind him and then yes. he'd drive you down he'd drive you down the road in this love imaginary it. bus I love but it. the beauty of it was like growing up in Finglas we all got in the bus and yeah, we all course. walked down the road behind behind him you know what I mean um, and and it was a lovely kind of thing about how communities look after their own. Yeah. So uh, the, the film is based on on um, on that idea. I, uh, so. just, as you're describing it, I have a visual straight away. And particularly <laughs> as young kids, they'll definitely do something like that and just go with it with the imagination. Absolutely. No, I'm intrigued to see what, what you do with that. And I'm delighted that you are back behind the camera again, Declan. And, and again, further congratulations on that fantastic achievement at the Polish International Film Festival with Displaced. Thank you so much for taking the time and having a chat with me today. Sinead, thanks. And if there's one last thing I can say, yes, I'm doing a TV, I'm doing a TV series uh, called Amazing. the Climate Challenge. Yeah, and I'm looking for um, I'm looking for transition year students. So if there's a transition year teacher who wants to get his transition year students um, into a TV series uh, about climate, yep. then um, I'm desperately looking. And I'd love to I'd love to do it around the Drogheda area instead of um, around you know around our area instead yep. of having to go to Dublin. So if there's somebody around here, that'd be great. Fantastic. And Declan, how can they reach you? Have you an email? Yeah, Declan at Eurav. So that's just five letters, E-U-R-A-V, Eurav.eu. So Eurav is the organisation that that I run. Fantastic. Um, So that's going to be a very interesting project and very topical at the moment. And you know what? Half the time, really, I feel that the young people are teaching me 10 times more about, you know, what we should be doing. So they really are the the uh, future, aren't they? Absolutely fantastic. uh, So best of luck with that as well. And listen, have a great Christmas and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks a million. You too, Sinead. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Declan Cassidy there. Absolutely fantastic. If you are a TY student or teacher listening into this or a parent that wants to pass this on, Declan is looking for you. He is. So it's Declan at EU or 
av.eu okay eu or av.eu but we will keep his details here at reception for you as well the 11 to 1 Oh, classic Roy Wood and Wizard. I wish it could be Christmas. From Christmas to summer, very shortly we'll be uh, having a song from Taylor Swift. But first, it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Louder Than Me, the Education Training Board invites applica- applications from suitably qualified persons for the following. It's a grade six senior staff officer and also a caretaker. For more details and applications, check out careers.lmetb.ie and you can check out the local job section on lmfm.ie for more information. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie what a year she's had Taylor Swift Cruel Summer who knows what 2024 will bring for her but absolutely brilliant to see all of the success considering the hard times she did have with former managers and everything else Taylor Swift Cruel Summer on LMFM's 11 to 1 The 11 to 1 show Christmas is a time for giving and here at LMFM we are asking you to support the local branches of St. Vincent de Paul. So it is their wonder of Christmas appeal and as we know this time of year can be filled with a lot of stress and worry for people, particularly those who are struggling financially to meet extra costs with uh, associated with Christmas. That is why we are teaming up with the St. Vincent de Paul for the wonder of Christmas appeal. So we're trying to make it a very happy Christmas for all our neighbours and friends. You can help by making a donation, no matter how big or small, to svp.ie forward slash donate. And uh, make sure you select North East and Midlands region and you'll know that the money is going then locally. And you can get more information on donating at lmfm.ie. Let us make it a happy Christmas for everybody. Wham! Finishing out our show for today. Thank you so much to the guests and to you for your company. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.